Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Got a, an interesting email into the show and I want you to have a listen to this and comment uh, if you will. And by the way, best of luck to anybody sitting the exams today. Should be kind of out of the exams at this stage. Uh, it's after one o'clock, but... Um, Good luck to all those uh, partaking in the Leaving Cert uh, over the next couple of weeks. I know how daunting it all seems at the time, but chill out. You'll be grand. Uh, and you've got the added bonus, of course, of the uh, the, the other grades. Um, so you get to pick the best or, or certainly uh, the best of either the exams or the the. Uh, other way of, of calculating the grades uh, will be given the best of, of either of them. So that's good. Um, so this is in relation to the Leaving Cert, I suppose. It says, Hi Mike, as, as we all know, the Leaving Cert is starting today and I have a child who's sitting most of the exams. Overall, he's pretty chilled about them. Uh, he feels like he's done all the prep he can except for the Irish exams, which take place next week. He's decided to sit the Irish exams as he has always struggled with the subject and doesn't think he'd get the results he needs from the assessment. Irish is a requirement for the university he wants to go to, despite having no relevance to his course choice. Uh, So if he doesn't get the minimum grade, he could lose his course. He dropped the language he was learning for uh, the junior cert as learning language. Sorry, he dropped the language he was learning for the junior cert as learning languages is something he's always struggled with and wasn't necessary for what he wanted to do after uh, he uh, finishes school. I don't understand why Irish is still a requirement for certain universities unless you have an exemption. The course he wants to do is based around maths and science. There's absolutely no relevance to Irish in the course we've checked. It says... Uh, the amount of stress uh, he's feeling from this one uh, one compulsory exam is insane and I feel com- it's completely unfair. I don't think Irish should be compulsory a compulsory subject for the Leaving Cert. Other languages are completely optional for the Leaving Cert and it's not even necessary to be able to speak Irish to live in Ireland as it's only used in Geltacht areas, this emailer says. I'd love to know if any of your other listeners feel the same. So what do you think of that listener's email? 087-188-0008 is the text or WhatsApp number to get in touch. We've heard a lot, I suppose, over the last few months about the need for leaving the Leaving Cert to be reformed to support, you know, increased specialisation, as they say, for students so that they can uh, select subjects, I suppose, and modules uh, that best suit their interests. So as part of that, do you think it's time that Irish was made an optional subject? Certainly in secondary school, whatever about primary school, maybe, you know, introduce kids to it, uh, let them try and love it. OK, maybe you could change the way it's taught. Uh, but after that, you know, when kids are becoming teenagers and into young adults, uh, maybe it should be... Uh, maybe it should stop becoming a compulsory subject. Uh, now, we know it's not compulsory for absolutely everybody. There's some exemptions, but for the most part, people have to do Irish. Even if you're never going to use it for the rest of your life, even if you couldn't stand the thing and don't see any point to it, you still have to do it. And thousands of students will have to sit an exam uh, next week or be assessed on it as well. Uh, so do you think it should be optional in the Leaving Cert? 87 188 or 0818-942-105. I'd be interested to know uh, what you think on this. Um, I was always very poor in Irish, I have to say. Uh, I was uh, never a very good student in Irish and it did stress me out. So I can kind of understand... Uh, where this listener is, is coming from. Um, but I'd be interested to see what you think. Uh, 87 188 I want to go to Michal. You're live on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you, Michal? Do you go to the show? Do you smear a good? The multi-gama? I'm Michal. I'm Michal. 
<laughs> Anwa, okay, go ahead. Your your point, please, Michal. My point, please, that is our, well, first of all, it's our national language. It is for our Hushmahori, I guess, our Shan Hushmahori, I guess, got the meal to the inner water core, Pushy Bath, Tredlahai, and Priest Changatog, and I guess, Ian, you know, we'll see McCurdy. Michal, back to Berla, please. Oh, well, that's a different story. <laughs> now, you want an English eye, right, because I. Yes, English, please. It's our national language, we should be proud of it. Our grandparents, great grandparents died for the language. Every country you take it as a prayer. You take a month of Poles coming into the country, you hear them talking their own language. You talk, you go to even Wales, mother of divine Moors, and you listen to some of the language there. But they're proud of the international language. We should be proud of it. But the amount of parents, oh, well, now Johnny isn't that good at Ireland. He's not good because his mammy isn't encouraging him to do it, or the daddy isn't encouraging yeah, him to do it. Yeah, but hold on, Mihal. But poor Johnny, who's stressed out about Irish, Johnny, Johnny's going to do an engineering degree. Johnny doesn't care about Irish. Well, that's his, that's his problem, because if he didn't care about engineering, there'd be something else he didn't care about. It's not too much to expect somebody, OK, you want to do engineering. And, and then, like the Lord of Mercy, my daddy always said, education is no law to carry. You probably heard the same yourself. Now, whether it is Irish and you didn't like it or not, but the point is, you think for two seconds, is our national language, where's your power for it? Because you've got grandparents, type of the thing. Yes, you might like it. And in an awful lot of cases, yes, it might be essential in the line that you're taking up. But it proves that you're Irish. You should be proud about the fact that you're Irish. And to me, it's essential to anybody who's working in the country, there is quite a lot of people around that do speak Irish. I speak day in, day out. And I get this amazed at different times. The amount of people can turn around and you can have a conversation in Irish. I just feel a million dollars. It's the way it should be. Yeah, and, and look, I, I, it's a language I would love to learn. I'd love to embrace it. Uh, but I, I, like many people, uh, just struggle with the fact that there's other things I have to preference in life. Uh, and, 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 and Irish is not one of those. Uh, unfortunately, it, it is, of, of, apart from a cultural benefit, it is not of great practical benefit to me. And I think that's what people are finding and that's what people are struggling, Michal, with. Um, and, and young adults as well, being in Leaving Cert, going, look, I'd rather learn French. I'd rather... You know, another language be compulsory, or I, I appreciate they're learning French, Spanish, and and and, and uh, German, and so on. They can select yeah, those languages, but but yeah. that maybe it'd be more beneficial to make other things um, uh, an essential subject rather than Irish, which is something they may not use in their lives. There's every day, everybody going to school today that choices different things, and if you're all going to start on take out the easy parts of life, just I should grand job now. I'll do that. That's a lot handier. I'll do that. I mean. Isn't it? Not where the world be. Okay, so yeah. Well, no, I, I understand that. I understand that. So, 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 so essentially, it doesn't have to be something that you practically use. It's about embracing the language. It's about the learning of it, uh, the ability to study it, the ability to use your brain, um, to embrace your culture. I, I, I understand those points as well. Hang on, Michal. Tanya, you're live in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you, Tanya? Hi, how are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Okay, you four teenagers. What are what are their opinions and your opinion on the Irish language? Um, well, I suppose I struggled in school myself. Um, obviously, I passed it for my leaving cert. I needed to go to university too. Yeah. Um, not related to my course, but haven't used a word of it since. And I found it torturous. Um, I think it's the way it's taught, maybe. Um, my kids will say, I do think kids should do it in primary school from a cultural perspective. I definitely think it's nice to give them a little bit of culture and a flavour of the language. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to secondary school, it's not an easy, especially if you're not good at language, it's not an easy subject to learn. Um, and I have four teenagers who would all prefer not to do it. Um, it's great to have it as an option for teenagers who do. But I definitely think, like other optional subjects, it should be an option at Leaving Cert level. Uh, by the um, way, at what stage are your teenagers? Are any of them Leaving Cert? 
one of them will be leaving cert next year, so she'll be leaving okay. cert 2022. Okay. Um, I have one junior cert next year, and then I have two going into first year. Um, and I think it'd be great if one of them took an interest and wanted to learn it, and that's fine. But forcing them at this day and age when it's not something that's used every day, I think it's madness. So, it's all, so, so all four of them, if they had the choice, would drop it? Um. Yeah, I think they would. There yeah. you are, Michal. Totally yeah. There's four Irish teenagers who would drop Irish if they had the chance. Well, I'm listening to that here. And yes, I can see their point. I have no problem with seeing their point. But like, I forget the parents. First of all, they're Irish. They should be proud of the language. And as well as that, that I think it's optional in the junior cert. I'm not quite sure the way things are gone nowadays. Because the Irish that I learned, the Irish that's there today, like, I call it, excuse me, it's bastardised English. Because you use the English alphabet to write the, the Irish language. The main... Just the main principle of the Irish language is gone. You're using an English, try to write Chinese with an English language, it's the same thing. We should be proud of our Irish, we should be still using the Irish language, which was artistic as well as everything else. Okay, but, but people. Michal, well, Michal, what about the fact that you're right, okay, and I am proud of the Irish language, by the way, but I can't speak it fluently, but I think most of us are proud of it. It doesn't mean we need it drilled into us in school or drilled into our kids. But I mean, if we didn't have the bear, if we didn't have the English, we probably wouldn't have yeah. the uh, the reach we do in the world right now, to be but, honest but, with but you. If we only spoke respect- Irish, I mean, uh, being an English-speaking country brings massive benefits to this country. Yeah, but when I think if you want to speak English, I say, well, go to hell and go to live in England. That's what I be telling people, but it doesn't happen that way. But the point, there's an almighty amount of things. You're saying they understand that you could benefit from something else. There's an almighty amount of other things you can benefit from. Because that subject in and out of any particular course you want. And after a year or two, they're not worth the wrestling down to you. The point is, you could say Irish might not what the damn to you either, like a mis official. But the point is, just part of who you are, and you should be proud of who you so, are. So, so the, only, the, the, the only real, the, the only real benefits to learning Irish, and by the way, I'm a supporter of Irish. But think about it: is what is is teaching, yeah, uh, and apart from that, is a job in promoting Irish. That that that's pretty much it. So, so it goes back full circle, really. They're the only benefits to studying the Irish language, or, or sorry, to being fluent in the Irish language. I'm, well, I'm talking, pra- I'm talking in, in practical terms. If you're in school, today, we know that I don't learn French, you can learn French or Italian, wherever you want to. And the next year you left school, and you're not going to you're not going to live in France. And the next year you spend all that time and energy learning a compounded language. You most 100 percent will not use. Mm. There is a chance that there is a chance that you use your Irish. Living in a country that well, that should like its Irish language. Okay. I love it. Okay. Well, what do but you think? What, what do you think of that point, Tanya? That uh, you know, what's the point in going learning French or whatever if you're never going to live there? Uh, it's more beneficial to learn Irish and at least have a conversation with a, a few thousand people in your own country. Well, again, you know, I think it's a it's a romantic idea. Um, it's lovely to have it, and everybody loves the coupe de fuckle, and we are proud of our Irish language. But I suppose the day has passed where it's a useful everyday thing. Um, and French and Spanish and whatever, well, maybe they use it going abroad or using it going on holidays. But again, languages are optional. Um, obviously, universities need some universities need a second language, um, and Irish can qualify as that. I think kids choosing French and German or whatever for leaving cert level, it, they want to do it, um, or they need it as an entry into college. But I think forcing kids to learn the Irish language, I know lots of adults my own age who've gone back and done an Irish course and learned a little bit of Irish, you know, because they've taken it into it later on. But forcing teenage kids who really aren't on for this to do it as a subject and not an option, I think is just crazy at this day and age. Okay, um, if, if you yeah. can hang on, Tanya, please do. Yeah. Um, I want to go to Peter, you're live in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you, Peter? 
Hey, Mikey, how's it going? Yeah, not too bad, Peter. Uh, you're part of, uh, sorry, it's part of our culture and heritage. Uh, go ahead, Peter. Well, this is what I, I'm not an Irish. I'm not an Irish fellow. I'm not an Irish uh, nationality. I'm not an Irish citizen. I, mm-hmm. I came to Croatia. I live here. But, and, um, but my kids are born here. So, mm-hmm. And I encourage them. They're coming from mixed marriages. Two, 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 they speak two languages in the context of Croatian, one more, and we encourage them to, 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 to learn Irish because we think it's very important because this is the place where you live and this is the place uh, where you're going to probably continue your future. Huh? And you must learn this language. Okay. Fact, it's an Irish language. People should be proud of it and learn it. Not because of... You, know, you should not look at it as a beneficial language like you're learning, let's say, French or, or, or any other language. Sure. You should listen as, as your national pride, something what is yours. And I strongly believe that just the fact that the, 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 how people think about Irish, learning Irish language, it's a reflector on pretty much everything in, in society from the point of, of cleanliness, disorder on a, on a city. Just, just, you need to preserve it and you need to spread your culture in a context of, of, of your national pride. And by, by, by the way, Peter, you're originally Croatian, and then is your, your partner yeah. Irish or Croatian? No, she's Polish. Oh, she's Polish, so we're talking Croatian uh, plus Polish, and kids uh, born in Ireland. And bo- I have seven-year-old, she speaks Polish, Croatian, English, and she learns in a school uh, Gaelic. And we forced her to, to do wow. it, and she kind of enjoyed it. Because they're learning through the songs, she has absolutely amazing teacher, and we are very proud of her that uh, on a teacher as well. And uh, uh, oh, by the way, sorry, is your child going to a girl school or is it uh, English speaking school? Regular, regular national school. Regular national school. Okay, national school. and we are really pleased to have a teacher who is so passionate about what she does, and she passes this knowledge. And I'm, I'm my daughter comes from the school, and she's telling me these songs, and she talks to me and count on on Gaelic. I have no clue what she's saying, but I'm very proud yeah. of her. <laughs> God knows what she's saying to you, Peter. Um, well, uh, Tanya, Ta- sorry, Peter, Tanya, there you go. There's you and I from Ireland scoffing at this. Uh, there's Peter from Croatia and his wife from Poland, uh, seven-year-old, born and raised in Ireland, and can speak Croatian, Polish and Irish. And he thinks, you know, he's English. delighted that uh, his child is embracing it and encourages it. Um, I'm happy for him and lo- I'm glad that he's embracing languages. Some people are very good at languages and I find foreign people in general, they, they're good at English as a second language, I suppose, because it is universally useful. Um, henceforth, I suppose, they're used to learning languages and they probably find it easier to learn. But I think we live in a society now where people have stopped telling us what to do or who to be or what we can and cannot like. And I think as part of that, I'm not suggesting for one second that my children didn't do Irish in primary school as part of their culture but come secondary school and the way it's taught I mean the curriculum is, is pretty much the same as when I was in when, when I finished school and that would have been 30 years ago um, and I just think we don't teach it the right way we don't invoke passion in kids for the Irish language um, and those of the that have, are blessed to have a good teacher and want to go on and study it definitely it should be an option for them Mm-hmm. But the majority of kids coming out of secondary school have found the learning of Irish in secondary school a torturous experience. You talk yeah. about that lad doing his leaving cert and it's causing anxiety. Anxiety, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. We it need is. to take that away now. Well, well, and, well, look, an uh, and maybe it needs to be re-looked at uh, insofar yeah. as how it's actually taught because well, we all seem to absolutely despise it. Really, 
I do apologize. I don't apologize for interrupting. I think when you lose your touch with your language, you're going to lose your culture. And this is what's most important. If you lose your identity, you're gone. Yeah. We've already lost it. We don't use it. We do not use it. No, we don't. No, 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 but, but in fairness, what, what Peter is saying, and I, I think there's merit in his, merit in his point, uh, Tanya. Sometimes yeah. it takes someone outside of your own club. And when I talk about the club, I mean Ireland as an island, to actually tell you what you have that you shouldn't lose. And we probably do it for other countries too. We can see other things happening in other countries and we can, we can probably be better able to uh, advise than they can themselves because I hear it all the time from, from people who are outside of Ireland saying uh, that... You're mad. You're mad in the head. You have this amazing thing that they maybe lost 100 years ago. We still have it. We need to cling on to it, Tanya, you know? Yeah, but do we have it? Right, See, that's the question. Do we actually have well, it? Well, we do. We do. We do. everybody we... through the leaving cert and then chuck them out the other end and they never use it again. Mm. Well, we still have, a, well, I don't know where the money's going, but there's a lot of funding to keep it going. And I mean, I, having, you know, being in and around Geltocht regions, there's certainly still a lot of active speakers. So it's still there. But there are countries yeah. all over the world who have completely lost uh, their culture and their language. And, yeah. and, and I suppose that's the fear. We, we, we but again, should I'm have. not advocating primary school. I'm yeah. not advocating give it away in primary school, but I am saying by the time you come to first year, there are people who are good at maths. All my kids are really good at maths. They like coding. They like that, like that side of the brain, right? So languages in general will say, you know, they learn them because they have to, but, they, you know, I suppose some are good at languages and some aren't. So I definitely think that a choice has to come into it. Maybe in the same way they do CPS, CPSE and stuff in schools, um, that they could bring in conversational Irish and maybe we can keep the culture alive by having it as a subject where kids perceive it as fun, where they go in and they actually conversationally use Irish and it becomes not a stressful experience, not one that's going to be examined, but one where they actually, you know, as part of, could say, cultural studies, they actually get to use the language and have a bit of crack and have a 45 minutes where but, but, they speak it. Yeah, sure. Well, by the way, what, what's the, what is the subject? It's gone out of my head. Uh, is it C- is, what did you mention? CP, did you? Civic social C- Civics. Yeah. Ah, yeah, civics. I, yeah. Is, isn't that where you essentially learn? It's, it's a bit of sort of sociology and you learn about society and the workings of your government and all that. Am yeah. I right in saying that? Uh, why, is that not, why is that not compulsory? It's, it's well, the, r- the rights and obligations of citizens in society. They all do it, but they don't have an exam in it. See, I, I, think that, I think that should be compulsory. I think they use, look at it from all completely different, completely yeah. from wrong angle. Right. Your mother yeah. tongue should come from your home, not from the institution. If yes, they all do CSPE in schools, they just don't get an examination in it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think Irish and cultural studies, if we could do it in a fun way where it becomes just cultural studies and part of, you know, we'll say a non-stressful part of their curriculum, you'll find kids probably engage with it more. Okay. But the fact that we're zoned in to getting examined on novels and poems and oral Irish tests and you know, it becomes a huge stressful experience and it's a negative mm-hmm. experience then. All right, okay, Tanya, I appreciate your call today and Peter as well, appreciate that. Very interesting story and I get what you're saying there, by the way, your final point, uh, I didn't miss it. Uh, it should come from the home, the love of it. Uh, it shouldn't necessarily come from an institution. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Now then, back to our email from um, a, a concerned parent about their uh, young man essentially doing the Leaving Cert uh, this week and next week and uh, their young lad is basically stressed out because 
he has to do Irish and he's pretty decent at everything else and he's pretty prepared but the Irish is just giving him anxiety as it does for thousands of students of course and she is in kind of the camp as, as, as a lot of parents saying you know what it's terrible to see him so stressed he doesn't need it he doesn't want it he's doing a course that has bears no relation uh, to Irish or the Irish language so why does he have to do it and that's the conversation we're having today should it be compulsory or should it be Optional for the leaving cert. What do you reckon? Oh eight seven one double eight triple zero eight. Dean, you're live on Classic Kids. How are you, Dean? Not too bad. How are you? Uh, not too bad at all, Dean. So, what do you reckon? Should the Irish language be compulsory uh, for leaving cert, or what do you think? Well, you see, this is the thing. I've been listening to all of the callers there. Now, I missed the start of it, but I was listening to most of the callers there, and I can see everybody's point really. Sure. I'm a girl, though. I went to an Irish school okay. in Dublin, um, and I have to say, the benefits to me were. Huge. I mean, I I chose grasp in the Irish language gave me a foundation for grasp in French, German, and Spanish. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. The, the, the different gra- grammar, the, you know, how, how you structure your sentences and all of that. Um, but I also understand that it's not for everybody. But I think it's not for everybody because of the way it's being taught in school. Okay. Uh, but, but by the way, before you go on with that point, were yeah. you brought up in a Gaeltacht area, or do, when uh, you say so, you I just learned it through immersion, essentially? Yeah, yeah. I was put into I was put into a near at the age of four. Okay. Like, neither of my parents spoke Gaelic. In fact, my dad was quite dyslexic; like he, he wouldn't be good with language at all. My mum only picked it up from us. So the whole idea is that parents would be given kind of ten classes at the start uh, to refresh what they learned in school, and um, and then. The more difficult your child's homework becomes, the more the parent is learning off the child, if that makes sense. Right, okay. Yeah. And um, wh- so, wh- when you say it gave you a great foundation, you just mean for learning other languages or genuinely in life it gave you a great foundation? Well, generally in life as well. I mean, for languages, of course, but in life it kind of gave, it gave me a huge kind of um, respect for culture. And yeah. Not just the Irish culture, but for every culture. Um. And I said in my text earlier that Tirgan Tanya is Tirgan Anam. That means that a, a country without a language is essentially a country without a name. You know, I, I get what everybody's saying. It's yeah. taught badly in the schools, okay? Oh, you're breaking um, up a bit. Can you hear me, uh, Dean? Yeah, oh, you're chopping in and out. Go again. We'll give you one more go. Sorry, I, I was saying there that a lot of people don't like it because of the way it's taught. Yeah. It's taught as a foreign language. And... Um, I was listening to one of your callers, I can't remember her name, but if you take out the examination element of it, teach it conversationally, ease up on the grammar, the grammar will come eventually. Yeah. And um, make it fun for people. Um, and yeah, I mean, we shouldn't be giving up a language that is really, really old. It's really poetic. You know, it's, it's a lovely language. I, I, I don't get it. But the reason it's not being used in society is because not many people know it. Mm. The reason not many people know it is because it's a nightmare in schools the way it's taught at the moment. Yeah. No teacher likes teaching it. No student likes learning it. You see, I, I think you've made a very valid point and I haven't heard that before. Um, that it, it, the problem really is that it's being taught as a foreign language. Yeah, and when, yeah, when, when, right. when you put it like that, you know, uh, that makes sense. So, in other words, as a country, we have a head start on this. It is our previous national language uh, it's our heritage so we have a head start it shouldn't be like teaching French or, or whatever there the, 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 the are endless opportunities to actually practice this language in the country you don't have to get on a flight or, or go into you know a group of French students or whatever to, to actually practice it you have so many opportunities I think that's a really good point and maybe that's 
I don't know whether you just made that point that that's been made before, but I think it's really interesting. It's taught as a foreign language and maybe it shouldn't be. I actually, I, I went to Sweden when I was doing my social care degree. Yeah. Um, and I worked in a, in a primary school for, for about a month. And I was amazed that the, primary, the fifth class students were fluent in English. Mm. And that's because for two hours in the day, on, on the day that they do the English class, they're submerged in it. The yeah. teacher will only speak English. She won't answer them in, in uh, Swedish. Yeah. So this is, this, is, this is the immersion theory. So essentially, yeah. you had immersion because you went to a NINRA and then you went to a primary yeah. school. So the likes of me and everybody else who went to usual national schools or you're educated together or whatever, you're not immersed in it. You're learning it as a foreign language. Whereas exactly. you didn't learn as a foreign language, you were immersed in it. Exactly. Now, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you go further, you are immersed into the English language. Yeah, yeah. Home. I was originally immersed into the English language. Every, I can say probably 99.5% of people in Ireland are immersed in the English language, unless you're up on Tory Island or something, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so everyone has a head start with English. We all learn it naturally at home. Mm-hmm. So I don't see why we're not learning Irish in school, and, and, but not as a foreign language, being submerged in it, you know, enjoying it and all of that. Every other, every other, well, nearly every other country in Europe have really good levels of, of English in their children. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they're only doing English in school. I they're agree with you. They're still doing Spanish, they're still doing French, they're still doing their national language. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 so in other words, sorry, Dean, ju- just to move it along, but it, 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 so in other words, maybe it's a case that, and I'm sure this isn't the first time this has been discussed, I'm sure, I would hope it's discussed at a higher level in the department, but that maybe it's a case that instead of like us all going in and learning the Tishul Ginnadoct and the whatever, whatever, yeah, uh, I mean, essentially taught it in English that it should be right. Once you go into Irish class, we speak Irish. That's it. Uh, you know, you go out for walks in, in the schoolyard or whatever and it's all immersion. So you talk about the, the whatever play is involved in, in the Irish class or whatever. Everything is, is immersed in Irish. I think that's a really interesting point. Another one I'll put to you, Dean, before, and Sinead, I'm coming to you now, is uh, someone said this to me recently and I think it's an important point and I think it probably... Uh, you could probably relate this to a lot of things in life is that we should... We should start sort of... Uh, start immersing ourselves in it I suppose uh, to a degree and, and we have so many options with regards to signposting and, and, and everything that's there but to stop treating it as a practical thing that it's that we have to sort of use this for monetary gain that if we get away from that maybe we could do a little bit better Absolutely we, this, this is not something to make us rich this is something to make us culturally rich Right okay yeah, know, yeah. and I think a big problem as well is that uh, the parents all have had such a bad that they've already put their children on, on less of a step and less of a fucking for it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, I didn't like it. My kids don't like it. What's the point in it? You know, so we, I think we need to change the So we, need to, we need to get away from that. Yeah, yeah. And, and as, as I say, you could probably pinpoint that to other things in life uh, that we're always trying to say, but how do I use I mean, well, how am I going to make any money from that? Uh, and sometimes that's not the end game of something. And if we get away exactly. from that, we could actually embrace it for other reasons. Uh, Dean, hang on a second. Uh, Sinead, you're live on Classic It's. Uh, how are you, Sinead? Not too bad now. How are you? I'm all right, thank you, Sinead. What do you think? Um, I guess I, I agree and I disagree with Dean, was it? Yeah, uh, Dean, yeah. Yeah, Dean, I, I have to say I agree and I disagree. Okay. I think the problem is that Irish is not taught like a foreign language. Because think about it, if you go into your French, German, Spanish, Japanese, whatever class, mm-hmm. and you sit down, you're taught what the words mean. You're approached from the perspective of, okay, you may not know this from before, so I'm going to explain it to you. 
Whereas yeah. if you walk into an Irish class, it's, what do you mean you don't understand? This is in your blood. Okay, it's, okay, I know where you're coming it's, from, it's yeah. It's very forceful. And then on top of that, because we're teaching Irish almost at the same standard that we would teach English in secondary school, it, uh, it becomes an absolute living hell for students. <laughs> I know, but I suppose Dean's point is that we all learn English, like, you know, from the get-go, before we even Absolutely. arrive in school. So th- that's the science. That's the, th- there you go. That's how the head works, through immersion. Oh, no, absolutely. Through the- no, I fully agree with that. Language immersion is 110% but the why, way to why, go. Why, But why don't we immerse kids in it when they go into school then? It's a culture that's been passed down from previous generations who were taught poorly in school. Because mm. if you grew up hating Irish you're not really going to care about putting your kids through that same thing that you yeah. know, maybe one bad teacher hammered on about one depressing prose that was on the, the curriculum. But, but, okay, so let's say, for example, though, Sinead, if you go, and I know it's a point, I'm no education expert here, and, and I, don't, I could be completely wrong, but if you took a punt on one class that for every Irish lesson, and I'm not talking about Gale schools or anything, I'm talking about just your average, one of the male uh, English-speaking schools that has Irish lessons, that in those Irish lessons, it isn't the Urimur, that it's actually, right, we're just speaking Irish. For this hour, we will speak Irish. And the kids will adapt. They'll get it. They'll get it eventually. Wouldn't it be better if people people could speak it without perfect grammar, but at least we could speak the damn thing? Oh, no, absolutely. It's Fjord Berla for Gaelga Bristol or Berla Clista. Yeah. But, like, it's it's a case of. Yeah, that's the phrase. How do you say it again? Uh, it's Fjord Gaelga Bristol, not Berla Clista. I'd prefer br- broken, broken Irish, broken Irish than clever, clever Irish or clever English. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, and yeah. I, I absolutely agree with that. But it's the fact that once you get to that stage, like the first time I had an Irish teacher like that out in secondary school, I think I was in second or third year. And by then, most of the class had already learned, okay, we're just going to be sitting here looking at the Tishl Ginnadach and all mm, that mm. nonsense and all these words that don't make any sense and that I don't like. And it's hammered into me when I really just want to be outside chatting to my friends mm-hmm. about whatever. Sure. It's... <laughs> Sorry, I, I get very passionate about this. Um, yeah, no, you know, you're right. I mean, I... I, 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 earlier. You're a fl- I, you're... I believe he's working in Kloshtalurgan or he, he owns and runs Kloshtalurgan. I have actually worked with him. So who Dean Mihal? If you're still listening, Kechuel. Oh, Mihal <laughs> at, the, at the beginning. Yep, Mihal at the very beginning. Ah, okay. I did not know yeah. that. He didn't. He didn't say that. So he works. Uh, you think he works with Kalashnikov? If, if I'm recognizing the voice correctly. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe a particular way of speaking that just kind of stands out to me. And absolutely, it's language immersion. But the problem is, once you get to the point of language immersion in schools, you've already learned to hate it. Uh, by the way, isn't Kalasha Lurgan um, the school that does all the songs and all that? Absolutely, yeah. It's the one they do all the music videos and all of the songs in Irish in yeah, Connemara. Yeah. yeah, in Connemara, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember them. They, they were very popular for a few years. They used to come out with uh, all the young kids doing a famous song, Osgaelga, which was a great yeah, idea, absolutely. to be fair. absolutely, and they're still doing it. It's just now with COVID, COVID and everything, yeah, yeah, it, of course. it's really knocked them. But yeah, of course. Know, if it opens, I'm, I'm looking to at least try and... And visit a bit. 
Okay, so anyway, bet- between the two of you, we reckon that we need to embrace the Irish language, stop hating on it, stop thinking that it has to be for some sort of monetary gain in the future, and actually listen to the likes of Peter, who came on earlier. I don't know if you heard him, Sinead. Uh, I did, he's, yeah. yeah, he's I from heard. Croatia. And I have, I, I've been hosting this in Plays of Nile for many, many years, and uh, I often, when I'm discussing this topic, have people uh, from outside of Ireland who come on and are just disgusted that the, the main conversation is hating the language. It's just like, you don't realise what you have here. Absolutely. Uh, you no, know, I'm actually ashamed because I, I went to an English-speaking primary, secondary school, and now I'm in UL. Um, the only reason that I have such a fond love for the language is because I went to a Goyle Cup and I was immersed in it and I was shown that it doesn't have to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my opinion, the problem is absolutely with the curriculum. Mm. It's, ridiculous. I, I remember um, being in third year and getting ready for my junior cert and I was very nervous but I was also excited and I never wanted to open my Irish book because all of the stories, all of the poems were depressing. They are depressing. I'm Peg Sayers and everything. Actually, yeah. There was one story that stuck with me and I remember it very clearly because on one page, the first page of the story was very nice and happy. And then the second page, it was like, oh, yeah, so this baby whale that's going on a big adventure, his family's dead. Like, <laughs> I know, but for the most part, Irish, the Irish history is miserable. Uh, and I think oh, that's... absolutely. <laughs> it's that's it's not all sunshine and roses. I mean, we hardly get sunshine as it is. But. No, it was depressing. Uh, there was a lot of famine and, and depression. So I guess it all kind of stems from that. Dean, you would agree, though, we need to sort of sex up the Irish stories. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do. I mean, if we can take it, I mean, the likes of, um, you know, the CD8 and stuff like that. I have pop songs as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the, yeah, the, the Cronas and all that do Irish covers. Indeed, we need to, we need to modernise it. We need to change the attitude of the parent. Because the parent, like, I mean, as soon as a child turns around and says, oh, I can't do Irish because the parents had a bad experience. Like, oh, yeah, that's my excuse. She's not doing Irish. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the other one that really gets me is my child is dyslexic. She can't do Irish. Mm-hmm. You don't think that's the case, yeah. If your child is dyslexic, it's language she has a problem with, not Irish. Right, okay, it's not the actual Irish language. Yeah, so, okay. Okay, yeah, look, it's it's, it's an interesting discussion. So, by the way, Sinead, obviously you're a fluent Irish speaker then. Oh, God, no. Oh, you're not a fluent Irish speaker. Okay, but you just want to embrace it. I cannot speak it fluently. I believe that I should be able to, Mm -hmm. but given Mm -hmm. the the situation in in modern-day Ireland, I can't. I can get a point across, but it's definitely broken. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's uh, look. I, I, I think, and and I have to say, and I, I married into a Gaeltacht region, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I have to say that 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 phrase you used uh, for the most part, ninety nine percent of people in the Gaeltacht will just love you to even give it a, you know, give it a couple of words, couple of fuck or whatever, just to attempt it. Mm. Um, uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's kind of, uh, uh, lots of people will be going on their holidays to various Geldocked regions. Why not uh, mm. give it a try? Look, Sinead and Dean, I really appreciate your calls today. Thanks a million. Uh, take care of yourselves. And if you want a one final point in this, we have a few minutes left. 087-188-0008. More your calls right after this. Uh, you're welcome back. It's Mike in for Nile today. David is a primary school teacher. Good afternoon to you, David. How are things? You're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you, Mike? Not too bad at all. So you've been listening to lots of different opinions on the Irish language and whether or not it should be compulsory in secondary school. Uh, you'd be better able to uh, talk to us about primary school. But what do you think in general, David? 
Oh, I absolutely think it should be kept compulsory. Okay. Um, I think that I only did my leave insert seven, eight years ago. So I've gone through the whole system and I'm back to the start as a primary school teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way that it's taught and I think the curriculum itself are too archaic. They're not accessible for pupils. Mm-hmm. You know, I did my leave insert seven years ago and one of the main stories was on Treel about a girl, um, a student, she gets pregnant from her teacher, the mother tries to kill the baby and it's just... When you're in leave insert, that doesn't interest you. Oh you want something goodness. that's yeah, yeah. yeah, you want something that's accessible, something that's fun, like the Colossal Organ that your yeah, previous yeah. father talked about. Something that they can, you know, relate to. They hear the song in English on the radio, they get to learn it in Irish because it's something that interests them. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, as a teacher I think I love speaking Irish. No, I wouldn't be fluent by any means, but I love speaking it. But when it comes to teaching it, it is just a totally different story. It's so as a teacher even, it's so unaccessible. It's it's very grammar-related. It's very literature-related. It should be oral. It should be fun. It should and, be accessible, you and, know? And by the way, David, how much can you deviate from the curriculum, if, it, if at all? Well, well, it's up to the teachers themselves, but it, it's like this. I, when I was in my leaving cert, I had a teacher who translated English to Irish, Irish to English, so you knew what the phrases meant. Right. When I went to college then to become a primary school teacher, we were told, no English whatsoever. Okay. You teach Irish through Irish. But if you were to go into a Japanese class learning Japanese and you had no English or they weren't allowed to use English, you would be lost. You wouldn't know what any phrase meant. Whereas if it's translated and it's opened up where it's integrated with Irish and English together, it oh, becomes okay. a lot more easy to understand. So, uh, I, sorry, the conversation I had with Dean earlier on, uh, who was uh, the, the fluent Irish speaker, uh, I, I, I thought, I, I didn't realise it was completely... Um, immersive uh, insofar oh, as pri- primary school uh, I thought absolutely. it was still taught through English if you like so no no we were told in college you talk, teach Irish through Irish right. if an inspector came in from the Department of Education they would expect you to teach Irish through Irish no English now you can give hints as to what things mean and so on yeah. but lit- literally that is it so if you uh, can imagine your child coming from I don't know a different country into fifth class or fourth class, or whatever it might be, they have to sit and listen through Irish and nothing else. They can't understand, for example, the word, um, you know, green and kind of. They, they don't get to understand that that means the sun is shining because you're not allowed to use English. It has to be English or Irish only. Uh, uh, but, but the point was earlier on, David, that, uh, you know, if you keep drilling this home, if you keep the immersion going, that eventually you will get that through pointing, through contextualising stuff, that eventually the kids will get it. But if you keep using English, they just won't get it. Uh, well, I can see that point, but at the minute, it's it's totally immersive. You're supposed to be hinting, you're supposed yeah. to be your pointing, but how many people are fluent Irish speakers? Okay, and you at the coalface don't see it working, so there you go. I mean, you're a prime example of it. I have, you know, I've done my leaving cert in the last few years. I, you know, I've become a teacher, and I've just seen, I've seen it taught in two ways. During my leaving cert, I had a fantastic Irish teacher. She made sure we knew everything in Irish and in English, and when I left a primary school teacher I was so afraid I would lose so many phrases mm-hmm. so many sentences so many things that I could say and I did because it's dumbed down and it's totally Irish so you get very lost in it very easily you know Okay Okay yeah it's an interesting point listen David I've run out of time but I really appreciate you coming on today um, No problem th- th- Thanks a million and thanks to everybody who called and texted on that one really do appreciate it uh, loads of reaction and apologies if I didn't get, get around to your text uh, or your call today uh, lots of reaction on that again best of luck to all those students taking part uh, in the Leaving Cert over the next couple of weeks Real people Real opinions Real talk radio The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show Classic Hits